Welcome everybody to the Race Tech Privateer Island Life Podcast number 22. Thanks for listening, everybody. A little podcast each week, well, most weeks anyways, uh, uh, talking to some of the privateers in the sport and uh, getting behind the scenes and what life is like on the island and uh, how things are going, what they need to get off the island and uh, their programs and everything else. And uh, looking forward to uh, helping you guys uh, learn a little bit more about the guys that uh, some say are the true heroes of the sport. Race Tech Suspension, Pulpamex 2017 is the code, people, so please use it. They have a whole uh, motor department there as well, and uh, they can help you uh, save some money. Get your suspension oil service, get a revalve, get a gold kit. Uh, since 1984, Race Tech has been an innovator in motorcycle suspension tech. Breaking through the limitations of the OEM designs, Race Tech specializes in high-performance suspension, parts, service, and setups. And uh, discover why more top privateers trust Racetech and mention Pulpamex to get a dis- dis- discount on anything you need uh, for your suspension. Uh, they, you guys have been really doing a good job with getting oil change, getting the right spring rate, getting uh, the air to spring conversion kits as well uh, that Racetech specializes in. Vintage stuff. They kill it with the vintage stuff. So thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. All right. This week, number 22, Privateer Island Life Pod. Um, talking to a guy that uh, has been around the block for a little while, raced uh, Supercross Motocross. Did some arena cross the last few years. He showed up out of the blue at Bud's Creek, the Alaskan Assassin. Ben LeMay, what's up, Ben? How are you, man? Hey, dude. I'm doing great. Uh, just on the road from Bud's Creek to Indiana. And uh, I got to ask you, so you show, you've show you been riding arena cross for the tough Honda team. You show up at Bud's Creek on a KTM 450. Like, were you just super bored? Pretty much. That, that about sums it up. Um, you know, after arena cross was over, you know, in, in uh, the first of May, mm-hmm. I took two months off and uh, went back to Alaska with my wife and just kind of hung out and you know, just did the normal life stuff. I went hunting and fishing and and uh, I, I did do some uh, local racing up there, but just for fun, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to take a break for a little while, and then I uh, came back to Texas after that and and just been kind of hanging out still, just not doing a whole lot and got bored. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go try and race these last two rounds and. Yeah, I do. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, you're from Alaska, which I don't know if people know that or not, but it's just so funny, so so unique, uh, so amazing to to be from there and then be like at your level as a pro motocrosser, right? I mean, um, when you go back there, you're always like, man, I'm never leaving. Yeah, it's it's pretty unique being from Alaska, um, just because I'm pretty much. I mean, there's been some other riders that have raced the, the you know the big time national supercross and stuff, but. I'm um, pretty much the only one that's kind of made it to this level. Um, so it's, it is cool going back and seeing all the fans that, that really wa- you know watch me and listen and, and really keep track of my career. Um, but just being up there, uh, you know, living the, the normal life is so cool. Just Alaska is so awesome. It's hard to explain. I know, right? Uh, it must be just beautiful right now, too, up there. Yeah, it is. It's The summertime is just amazing. It's uh, Winters are rough for sure, like, you know, just uh, it's it's the same as other other winners, but Alaska is pretty rough. Um, what did you think of Buds? Uh, how'd you how, what did you think of your results? Um, you know, it was hot and humid. First race uh, jumping into is never easy when these guys have been doing it all summer, um, and you literally haven't done a national for a while. So, what did you think? Yeah, the last time I did a Washougal last year was my last national. Um, and uh it was pretty fun you know i didn't have any expectations i i literally had been hanging out at home sitting on the couch for you know a long time um i gotten you know i did a lot of riding and stuff beforehand knowing that i was gonna come out and race but mm-hmm. uh 
Buds was fun. You know, I got um, 17th the first moto. Um, I actually got a pretty good start. I, was, I think it was like 12 or 13th, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I was pretty stoked on that. And then I just, not knowing that pace again, I just got blown away the first lap. <laughs> right. Like two laps, and I went from 12th to 20th in like the blink of an eye, and I was like, holy crap, I got to pick it up. So yeah. um had to catch back up in the 17. But, um, and then the... Uh, you know, I was fine with that. I was content. That was pretty good. I, I definitely deserved more than that, but that was fine. Um, and then the second moto, I decided I'd try the very inside gate. Okay. Um, and that was a bad decision. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a boomer that's a boomer bus gate, man. It could work out so good yeah. or so bad. Yeah. So I came out like thirtieth or so, got up to twentieth, and then I don't know, probably twenty eight minutes in. Going up that hill after the finish line, I just got nailed by a boulder into my ribs oh, and uh, took all the energy and wind out of me that I had left, and I just cruised it in after that. And I think I got 23rd or something. But yeah. 20th overall, um, you know, it's, it's to me it's horrible, but mm-hmm. uh, it's for the first race, it's whatever. Um, looking forward to this weekend, though. Yeah, it, it's almost a shame that the series isn't winding down uh, because – you know, you would be you'll you will be better this weekend. And if there was a third race that for you to do, you'd be better that one too. It's tough to jump yeah. in, and with that humidity, also. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it, I don't want to. I hate criticizing the track and stuff. You know, everybody does it, but the track really was kind of poor, just with so one line, and because of the rain that yeah. we had, you know, it, yeah. Um, it it made it really tough to pass on and to make time on people or to gain time on, on other guys. So. Um, you know, everybody was kind of taking the same rut everywhere around the track, but, um, I think this weekend should be pretty fun. Indiana is a pretty gnarly soft rutted track and I'm hoping there's five, 10 ruts in every corner that makes it really tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I got a lot of that people talking about that over the, over the, over the the day at Bud's and I, yeah, it it was rain induced. You know what I mean? Um, man, I'll tell you what, Lemay, I I know you've been watching these races. I'm sure Uh, a lot of controversy on tracks this year. Like slot car, but some of it was due to weather, you know. But slot carless, yeah, and uh, dangerous, and and yeah, a lot of a lot of talk of tracks this year. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I honestly, you know, like I watched on TV, like you know, I try to tell myself I'm not going to watch it, but I still end up <laughs> watching on right. YouTube or or whatever. I go back and check it out and see what's what's going on. But I, I personally like the 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 slow rutted technical mm-hmm. tracks. I think that's better than. Um, wide open and kind of like uh, Unadilla in practice, I noticed was just wide open and there was no bumps, no ruts. It was just flat. Mm-hmm. I think that's worse than having uh, you know a really gnarly technical rough and rutted track because um, one, it, th- those top riders really stand out, and two, mm-hmm. um, your speeds are slower and you're more on your toes the whole time and, and you're kind of more aware rather than those high speed flat stuff you know, stuff comes, you, you get out of shape really fast and it's just game over, you yeah. know? So that's, that's the bad part about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. I think, I think I agree with you. And and the slotted stuff, the elite riders are going to gap more and it's going to be harder. It's going to be uh, less exciting racing with the slot car, less tracks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. why a KTM for you? Why a KTM 450? Um, You know, I, I really love it. I, I honestly think that it's probably the best bike out there. Um, I, last year, I got a KTM. Um, I went down to Costa Rica and raced the uh, championship down there, and I loved it. And 
I this year I wanted to get a new one and I got another KTM. Um, and I I really gel with the bike. I don't know. It just seems like it fits me well. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really ridden the Cowie or Suzuki or, or much, and I haven't ridden the new Honda. Um, but I just feel like the KTM is a really, really, really good bike. Um, the power is amazing. Um, the obviously the electric start is good. The brakes are unreal. Um, just everything about it. It's just a great bike. You can come off the showroom. I mean, my bike is yeah. stock. I still have stock pipe on it. Oh, really? Um, I put, <laughs> yeah, I put I put I put bars, bars, race tech suspension, and that's it. And it's it's a good bike, and that's all I've got. Um, wow, I'm amazed, man. You couldn't you couldn't call Donnie at FMF or Mitch or anybody to get get a muffler? No, I actually, I, I I tried and I never got a response, so I'm still with the stock exhaust. Oh boy. Um, hey, well, yeah, it's it's nice to see you back racing for sure, and uh, hopefully you do well enough this weekend to hang on to a national number, right? Do you care? Yeah. What was that? Do you care about holding on to your national number? You know, I didn't know. I don't no. care, but uh, I. Uh, I'm gonna get a you know a two digit, uh, which really doesn't mean anything. I'll probably be in the 90s somewhere, or yep. 80s or something. But um, yeah, it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't care. I actually would prefer to run 420, 426 is my answer. Yep. I grew up racing. Mm-hmm. I would like to run that next year if I could, but um, we'll see what happens. Okay, so Ben Lemay, we've seen you for the Cycle Trader team. We've seen you race many many years, Supercross indoors. Good rider, good results. You went to arena cross the last few years, uh, last couple of years. What do you make of that? How, why did you do it? Uh, what did you think of doing it? Are you going to do it again? And was it a good move for you? Um, yeah, it's, it's really unique racing. Um, it's obviously very, very small. Um, it's a lot different than supercross. Um, yeah. The first year I jumped into it, I think I adapted pretty well. Um, I had, uh, some pretty good. I had one overall win, a couple main event wins the first year, um, and same thing with this year. I had a couple main event wins. Um, I never ended up getting an overall win this year. Actually, uh, at one of the rounds, I don't know if everyone anybody watched, but I let Jace by on the last two turns. Okay. And through my overall win, I didn't, I didn't know that at the time. But anyway, <laughs> um, Arena Cross is pretty sweet. I I. Preferably, would like to go back into Supercross mm-hmm. um, next year. Um, that's kind of where my eyes are set right now. But um, we'll see what happens here in the next month or two months uh, after I make some phone calls. But I think after racing in Utah for the last two years, it's kind of stepped my game up racing-wise, um, yep. mentally and physically. Um, I mean, I'm totally comfortable hitting the loops, handlebar with a guy, you know, jumping the triple handlebar next to you know each other hitting people you know rubbing elbows it doesn't bother me anymore um you know and being so tight and always never breathing in arena cross i mean like you know to the other rider i think now if i go to supercross where i'm loaded i can breathe i can change up my lines and and kind of ride my my race i think i'd do a lot better in supercross this next year if i get, get the shot um, did you make any money in arena cross? Was that a good move for you in that way? Um, no, not, not really. Unfortunately. No. Um, you know, if you, if you podium, you're making pretty good money. Yep. Um, you know, if you're top five, it's decent. And if you're six back, it's horrible. Like you're, you're walking home with your head, <laughs> and your head between your legs. Yeah. 
But um, and and Arena Cross is tough because the two main events, um, it's you know anything can happen. Whether it's your fault, a lapper's fault, a handle is pulling across the track. You know, it's hard to put two main events together and get a good podium finish or a top five or a win. Um, so, you know, like uh, you could go one five and end up fifth or sixth overall. Yep. You know, everybody's so jumbled apart. But um, yeah, so arena grass is tough. It's um, it's a really really uh, hard thing to adjust to. But um, I, I would like to do it again. You know, if I if I, that was my only option was to do arena cross. I would love to do it. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't be bummed on it. I think I could definitely win the championship. Um, just putting all the pieces together. Um, but like I said, I, I think I would like to try to get into supercross and see what happens. Race tech privateer out in life podcast number 22 with Ben LeMay. What do you make of the chase format and all that, Ben? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What'd you make of that? Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I think supercross needs to do it. Um, uh, it, Really, you know, especially with the injuries and the riding and the tracks the way they are, it really opens the doors for anybody to win the title. Yeah. Um, it's there's definitely a lot of criticizing on it, and people can take it any way they want. But um, it, I guess it really just depends. I mean, every like Jace hated it last year, you know, because he was 40 points in the lead going up to the title chase, and then they scratched it, and then you know he lost on it. So that was terrible for him. You know, I felt bad for him because he had it in the bag, and then they just you know took it all away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, a guy like that, or like say if that was Supercross, that was Dungey, or you know whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, or Kenny, then you know the title is over, and now everybody gets a fair chance at it. You know, so um, I, I think Supercross needs to do it. I think it, it's it's been the same racing for year after year after year, and I think they need to do something different. I agree, man. Uh, if you've listened to any of my stuff, I've been going on and on about that. I, I think that, you know, we got to work on entertaining people um, and over anything else, especially in 2017. And you know what? Like, if, if it costs somebody the title that won all year, um, but then they don't win in the chase, well, you know what? They're still making millions of dollars, and, and, and you know, it's, it's everything else. Like, I get that you know you you don't want to you know penalize a guy like Dungey or whatever, but you know what we're in we're in the entertainment business. That's the bottom line, and so uh, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Um, so I hope they do it, man. I don't know if they will or what the talk is, but I know they're going to do some changes. But I don't know if the chase is coming or not. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of talk about it. So we'll see if it happens this year or not. Um, I know, yeah, and the arena cross thing, that's funny you say that because also in talking to some other guys over the years, they've told me the same thing. If you are making the podium arena cross and with your bonus structure and contingency, you can do well. But if you're off the podium, man, forget it. You're not making anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's a, that's a true story. Uh, what about the fact that tracks are basically the same every week? Do you do you get bored with that? Do you find you don't need to practice as much during the week or anything because you know what you're facing? You know you got a catapult. You know you got some whoops, and you got a two-three or a three-two tabletop section. <laughs> yeah, that's that is uh, pretty much spot on. You know, I, I I did get bored bored of the racing the tracks the same um, every weekend, and and seemed like about every time uh, we all complained about something on the track. You know, but it's like they you feel bad for them because they can only do so much. The track, or the, the building is only so yeah. big and you only can make so many whoops or so many singles in a, in a straightaway, you know? So they only can do so much to the track. And, um, 
the design is the same about every weekend. Um, but, but it, it's a good track. They do mm-hmm. an awesome job building it and, and shaping it and everything. Um, at the beginning of the series, the tracks were actually very, very mellow and really, really easy. And everybody's, I mean, you know, we're, we're running 20 to 22 seconds a lap. I mean, you know, 22 seconds yep. for a lap time and everybody's within hundred thousands of a second. And they were really, really easy. And I don't remember what round it was, but about halfway or three quarter, we all, I mean, us, the Honda team, Cowie team, Yamaha team, everybody came. We all pretty much went and had a meeting with the the head guys that run at the track and mm-hmm. the AMA or whatever and said, we got to do some of these tracks because we're all running the same seed. We're running 19 seconds at a couple rounds. And then, like, the next round, they were all, like, super nervous. <laughs> the whoops were, like, 10 feet tall. And and then so then they went, like, overboard for the last, like, the championship round. And um, so, that you know, it is it is tough making tracks that are really pleasing to the riders mm-hmm. and the crowd and, the, and the you know, the beginner riders, too. So it's um, – but I think the tracks are pretty cool. You know, just yeah. – uh, you just have to accept it, what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, your teammate, Jay Owen, like you said, dominated the regular season, lost the chase. Why Why did he lose? Why was he not dominant in the chase, in your opinion? Obviously, you're racing with him, so you know, I, don't, I don't know how much you know. But in your opinion, like what happened to cool him off? Um, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, he, at the beginning, he just was – he's always strong at his start. You know, he's – he, he's an awesome starter, no matter where you put him, whether it's outdoor, indoor, supercross, arena cross. He's, he's great at the starts. He's just one of those guys that's just quick and good out of the gate. So that's, you know, obviously number one in arena cross. Um, but I don't know. I think I think midway through, um, the, it's hard to say, but I think that the, the, we struggled a little bit with our bike um, where the other teams – improved and we didn't um and i think that kind of struggled us helped hindered us a little bit um and and then we kind of figured out made some phone calls got some stuff figured out changed some things and then at the end um started improving better but um that was one thing that kind of held us back um but you know i don't really i don't really know i think it just was you know, not putting all the pieces together, but right. you know, he didn't. He he was so fast over whole oh, year. He seemed like it, yeah, for sure. Um, so for yourself, like you sound like you want to do Supercross again, and it's tough though, Lemay, right now in the pits, man. I know you and I have t- texted a little bit back and forth. Like, dude, I don't know, I don't know what you can do. There's so many d- dudes in your boat that are looking for 450 rides that there's just nothing there. But I don't. I mean, I don't know, right? Like, who knows? But that's what you want. Sounds like that's what you want to do. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Um, you know, that the, the first phone calls, the first decisions I'm going to make is try to get my foot in the door. You know, for some Supercross teams. Um, obviously, I'm not going to ride for for a team that's just you know running out of a, a pickup truck. But yeah, yeah. Um, I want to I want to have a good you know good shot at, at racing Supercross again. Um, it's been a, a few years now since I've really done it, and um, that's my first shot. If mm-hmm. I if I can't find anything that's reasonable to pay my bills, have a good time, be safe out there, all of that, then I, then I will go to Arena Cross and uh, you know try and get on a good contract there. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's it's tough. Um, so you're not looking to do something like a uh, a, t- a Teddy Parks team or anything like that, where you have to pay and and then you know like Nick Schmidt and these dudes that that do that, adamanting that. Like that's not up your that's not your alley. You'll go back to Arena Cross. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back to Arena Cross, or I'll just get a job in, at my house. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Um, it's tough, man. It's it. I mean, the money's good if you make the main events, but you know you're still not making a ton of money. You know, profiting what yeah. you're putting in your pocket. So, uh, and no, you, yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, when when you really write everything down and your expenses and what you make and like the, the the risk level that we're taking out there, it's not worth it. I mean, I can stay home, hang out, not have to worry about flying and flying and flying and flying and don't get a job and race locally, make money locally, and still make the same amount of money. And I'm home, you know, enjoying my life. How'd you ever end up in Texas so. from from Alaska? Settled in Texas? How'd that ever work? Um, well, I don't know. I think I, well, I met my chick in Texas and then, okay. uh, just kind of ended up staying there, but it's for racing. Honestly, it's pretty good. I mean, some of the tracks are kind of a joke, but there's some, there's some really good tracks there and it's central. Like I can fly to East or West and it's only a couple hours where, yep. you know, some guys have to fly five hours across the country to go race. So sure. Yeah. You can, you can hit them up. Uh, you got good practice tracks. You got good supercross arena cross practice tracks. Yeah, I have, you know, honestly, for, for uh, Supercross and Arena Cross, I have four Arena Cross tracks, two Supercross tracks within an hour. Oh, nice. Okay, um, yeah. And and uh, Motocross, I have, you know, about the same, and uh, yep. they're all really good. Man, good, good, yeah, good moto community in Texas, right? Like, local local riding, yeah. like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Race Tech Fantasy, uh, Race Tech uh, Privateer Island Live podcast with Ben LeMay. Thanks to the folks at Race Tech. Uh, use the code PulpMX17 to save at Race Tech for their engines and suspension uh, department as well. Just get your oil changed, get it revalved, get a gold kit, that kind of stuff. Race Tech can uh, save you money uh, and also by using the pulp code. So um, you got Race Tech stuff. Did you leave the air forks on or did you do a conversion or, or what's your deal with that? Yeah, I've got uh, air forks and, um, you know, honestly, I got my suspension done. Like, okay, when I first got my KTM, I just rode it stock. Yeah. Stock suspension, everything, just because I didn't know what I was doing. I was just racing locally. I wasn't uh-huh. worried about it. Well, then I decided, hey, I'm going to go race. I need to get I need to get going. i got to get some parts and, you know, some handlebars and suspension done and this and that. So sent my suspension to Rob. He got it back to me in, like, two days. Mm-hmm. And I rode it one day at home, left, hit the road, went to Bud's Creek, Never, I set the sag, set, I, I called Robert and said, what, what uh, air pressure should I run? Yep. Told me what to do. I never touched a clicker on my tire bike the entire weekend in race. Nice, nice. That, the, the setting that he gave me is yep. what's in it, and I never changed it. Um, and, and after racing now, you know, I'm going to probably tweak it a little bit for this next weekend, but, I mean, the suspension is so good for, for just the generic setting for anybody that wants to do it i mean i uh anytime i get the chance i call rob at race deck and say get my suspension done what about the air forks you're you're okay with that a lot of guys not fans of it chris Kiefer's on every week yelling and screaming about how we hate air forks and manufacturers are going back to spring forks honda is and uh and other people uh, suzuki as well uh you're okay with air though you're fine like yeah i'm i'm completely fine with it i think uh i really my my opinion is is the spring is more Plus, you know, on the small chatter bumps, but in the deep braking bumps, it doesn't have the um, reliability or I don't know what you want to say, but 
the air fork is more rigid on the small chop, but you, it's more predictable under the big jumps and the big uh, breaking bumps and stuff. So I, I like the air forks. I, I have no problem with them. Looking back at your career, Ben, you had a really good amateur career uh, uh, throughout the ranks, turning pro, everything else. What's been some of the highlights for you in your in your pro career? Um, honestly, I think just meeting all the the cool people and uh, right, you know, I haven't really had a, any big contract deals with big mm-hmm. teams, but I've gotten to be able to ride for JGR. I've rode for the uh, you know the Rocky Mountain team, which was was BTO back then. Yep. Um, Moto Concept, you know, I've rode for a lot of uh, cyclist trainer Rock River, Yamaha. I mean, I've rode for some great teams and just meeting all the people in the pits. And, um, you know, I've gotten some good results, too. Uh, you know, I finished 12th in the Outdoor Championship in 2014, and I got 20th overall in Supercross, yep. 15th. Um, you know, I've had some pretty good results, and um, I just enjoyed just race by race and just living – being able to race dirt bikes for a living, you know, yeah. something that we take you know, advantage of every day, and it's just cool to be, to be able to do that. Yeah, it is kind of neat to, you know, obviously you're still racing and and, and you're not, you know, you're not anywhere near quitting. But when you look back at it, you're like, man, I, I made main events, I got top tens and nationals. Uh, you know, like that's pretty sweet. Like that's the best riders in the world. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you, everybody gets pretty hard on themselves, and I do too all the time, but. You know, when you sit back and look at your life and what, you know, really what you have and what you get to do every day compared to what other people do, and, and it, it really is, uh, you know, you have to humble yourself and really enjoy your life and, and really live every day to the fullest. Um, have you gone over to Europe much? What have you done over there? I, th- I seem to remember you went there and raced a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, every year I eat, go and do the you know, the German Supercross or just a couple, you know, knockoffs um, races. Last year I went, I only went to Holland and raced the Supercross there. I won that, um, or one one of the nights I won that uh, last year. Um, but every year, I think I'm going to go this year, I think I'm going to go to, to Germany and hit some, uh, some Supercross races, try to make a buck or two over there and see how that goes. Yeah, how does that work? Do you, do you ride anything you need, like anything you want, or do you, do you have a team that you're set up with? Yeah, usually, um, I mean, you can ride whatever you want, but yep. it's, I, there's a, there's an agent over there that he pretty much calls every team in Europe and says, I got this rider, what do you got for me? And, okay. But I told him, I said, I, I only want to ride KTM. So yep. um, for going over there, when you, you know, because over there, when you only can bring suspension and a pair of handlebars, it's hard to just jump on a bike and race a Suzuki that I've never ridden in <laughs> five years now. Yeah, so, no, for sure. Something that I can practice at home and then fly over there and be you know able to just turn up, go on the so I, so i'm gonna ride a ktm over there and uh if it's and, somehow yeah, try and win. if it's somehow possible the german supercross series tracks are tighter than arena cross There's, no don't you think no they're they're not but the the lanes the lanes are skinnier yeah but the track is not tighter okay all right yeah maybe that's a the, it's, a it's a smaller venue i mean we went to one i did it one year lemay and we went to one track that in keel that was 20 seconds long <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> uh, i want to say it was 18 to 20 second lap times so um yeah but can you make good money doing that yeah yeah you can yeah. make really good money but but like i said you got to be one two three yeah maybe 
for. Like you have to be on the podium again to be making a you know a good amount of money. Do you like Supercross or well, actually not. What do you like? I when I sat down to make some notes for this podcast, I couldn't figure out Ben if you were better in Supercross or Motocross. I guess you're better at Motocross. To me, what do you think? I have always been better at Motocross, but I the older I get. The more I do it, I'm t- starting to like Supercross more. But um, I still would suggest that motocross over Supercross. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. When I look at when I think, first of all, you never get good, that good of starts in motocross, but you always end up just you know through your endurance and through your speed. All of a sudden, you'll look and you'll be, hey, look, Ben LeMay's ninth. You know what I mean? Or he's tenth. Yeah. Um, but you you won't notice you out in the opening laps. You know what I mean? But there's yeah, there's, there's that, so many of those yeah, motos. That's- that is for sure the truth, you know, and, uh, yeah. like, and just like last weekend, you know, the same thing, starts were horrible, but, yep. um, surprisingly on, like in the arena cross, I was, you know, I'm, I'm 195 pounds oh. and racing a 250 F in arena cross. I got so many good starts. Like I was, I was surprised at myself. Like, I don't know why or how I did it, but I just killed the starts in arena cross and I got multiple hole shots and, um, always always up in the top three or five yeah um but it's so hard you know like competing against jace who for example it's an easy way to compare it yep. we're on the exact same bike he's you know 100 i don't know exactly but he's like 145 and i'm 195 yeah so how am i supposed to hold shot him out of the gate <laughs> <laughs> no i know it's tough right um but then like we were talking about that too but then ac has been pulling tons of hole shots and the kid's a monster now, yeah. you know. So yeah, he I is. don't, I don't know. I, the whole starts thing is very controversial because there's, there's both sides of the aisle. You can understand the uh, the weight thing hurting you, and then other guys pull whole shots. And so I don't know. I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. Lemay. <laughs> um, maybe maybe we're just getting more traction. I don't know. Yeah. Then then again, you know, you look at Freeze and Alessi, and I'm convinced they could get a pull whole shot on a on a 150. On a 125. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah. if you're good at it, you're good at it. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, thanks to the folks at Racetech for, for making this happen. And uh, so, Ben, you were, at, you were at the GNCC legend Scott Plessinger's house this week? Uh, no, not his house, but oh, this is his track. The track. Um, and it's called East Fork MX. I'm out here uh, right now. going to do gonna ride today and then uh, tomorrow drive the rest. Of, I think it's like five hours to Crawfordsville, Indiana. Okay. So, yep. Um just gonna this is I rode I rode Monday at Pastronas. Okay. Um, right after uh right after Budge Creek. And yep. then uh, we drove over here and we ride today and then head over to the track to race track. This is full privateer life, LeMay. You're not necessarily used to this stuff. No, I'm always you know, even though I've been considered a privateer or whatever, even I've always flown. So yeah. Yep. This is, uh, I haven't, I haven't done this in a while. And this is actually, it's, it's fun. Like I enjoy it. I've been driving and just be able to park, get my bike out, go ride, load yeah. up, go ride an extra. Yeah, really, right? It's, it's a different, different bit for you. Um, and there are different levels of privateers. We, we struggle with that. You know, like Mookie was considered a privateer last year. I did some research. Yeah. He had a factory Suzuki rear brake, but he's pulling in salary. So he's got a team. But he is a privateer, technically. We go on and on about this on all my shows. Who knows anymore? Yeah. Um, but one thing for sure, you are a privateer. There's definitely no doubt about that. I am. <laughs> um, yep. 
Thanks, Ben. Thank you for doing the, this. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, cheer on number 77 this weekend, Indiana. And uh, nice job at Bud's, like you said. You know, a little bit of the rock to the chest didn't help, but but it was a decent ride. And, and this is more of a Ben LeMay track, I think, Indiana this weekend, if I had to, if I had to guess. So hopefully uh, you'll do yeah, well. Yeah, it'll be fun. I look forward to it. I think my... I got a 12th and a 13th in the mud here a couple of years ago. So yeah, um, I'm I'm looking for a good 10 to. Uh, I I I look at myself. I want to be the top privateer guy where Freddie's at. You know, yeah, he's, yep. he's he's ripping. You know, he, he's going so fast now, but um, that's where I should be at. Anywhere from nine to. 14 i feel yeah yeah i don't see why not man Uh, all right thanks for your time appreciate it racetech.com everybody privateer island life use the code save some money at racetech and uh good luck ben lemay and uh we will be in touch man thanks for the time thank you bye